This is a HeadGum Podcast. Before we get to the episode, we want to take a moment to address the June 24th Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. This decision stripped away the legal right to have a safe and legal abortion. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. This decision could also lead to the loss of other rights. To learn more about what you can do to help, go to podvoices.help. We encourage you to speak up, take care, and spread the word. Hello and welcome to the Complete Guide to Everything, a podcast about everything. I'm one of your hosts, Tom. And I'm Tim. Tim, uh, off to a bad start. I, I started recording, I cued you completely forgetting for the the last 700 times we've done this i say the beginning yeah and i was a gentleman and mm-hmm. i could have just jumped in and been stolen like, my thunder yeah, guess what i'm yeah. i'm the guy now I'm and now the, all of a i'm sudden, the first voice the listener hears and now all of a sudden you're getting all the royalties on on yeah. all these episodes and all the uh lurid fan mail <laughs> we've never really gotten lurid fan mail no we, we haven't really gotten fan mail <laughs> uh we should give out the p.o box but off to uh give get some uh lord fan yeah, mail get in. some get some fan mail that somebody sprays perfume on <laughs> perfume or cologne yeah. you know just, yeah that's true you know uh, look we're not gonna we're both uh taken men yeah, so we're, we're not, not gonna, gonna indulge any of your fantasies yeah so let that be a, uh an invite to anyone yeah uh to live out your fantasy <laughs> by send sending us sick stuff through the mail <laughs> by sending us some really filthy letters uh how are you doing this week tim tom uh in some ways good in some ways bad we're mm-hmm. all doing bad in some ways yeah. but today I had a full can of Coca-Cola Classic. Oh, well, then it, how bad of a day could it have possibly Not been? Not very, right? It's no. uh, it's rare, Tom. Sometimes yeah. I'll even have like, I don't know. It's been a long time since I've even had one of those like little cans. You know those little oh, cans? Oh, yeah. T- Tim, you got to know that I, I don't care for those little cans. I it's know. not enough soda. But I'm not a soda guy, Tom. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, you know, I, I drink uh, water. Uh-huh. Yeah, I've had, I've had that sometimes. Whiskey. Uh-huh. <laughs> and hard kombucha. Whoa, hard yeah. kombucha. Yeah. I drink Holy hard kombucha cow. all day, every day. Uh, I had to uh, go back to the doctor the other day for just like a follow-up visit, mm-hmm. and they needed to take uh, blood again because my cholesterol was high. Mm-hmm. And the lady's like, Are you drink any, uh, the lady being the nurse taking my blood, <laughs> She's like, you have any uh, water today at all? And I was like, oh, no, not that you mentioned it. I haven't. She's like, yeah, because your blood's real thick. <laughs> That's a thing? Yeah, she's having trouble getting my blood out of me. It was too thick. You need water to thin the blood? Apparently. I don't I was think like, this nurse this knew what she's doing. Problems? There's maple syrup in your veins. <laughs> I was looking at the blood. The blood, was, it was dark, this blood. Well, that couldn't have been good result. Do you have to go for another follow-up? <laughs> no, they, they sent me the lab results, and they were like, They're like, yeah, this is yeah. good? This blood that was too thick to get out of your veins is fine? There were no <laughs> viscosity clean, tests. Clean bill of health. <laughs> yeah. They were like, your cholesterol is <laughs> A man whose blood doesn't flow through its veins <laughs> because it's too hard. It wasn't it just hard. Kind of, it was just just kind of sits in the vein. <laughs> yeah, it's good. Uh, less wear and tear on the old <laughs> veins, Tim. 
You know, you want blood rushing in and out all the time. Those veins will wear out. Ugh, my word. You got to drink some more water, my friend. Yeah, they they said something to that effect. But they were like, everything's pretty good. They were like, yeah, have some more fiber because your cholesterol's a little high. Is that a thing? Fiber and cholesterol? Apparently, that's what they were saying. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was like, you said you take fiber sometimes. I was like, yeah, should I take it like all the time? Should I do it like every day? And he was like, yeah. <laughs> good doctor. <laughs> doesn't worry about thick blood (laughs) (laughs) that fiber i guess he wasn't there for the thick blood my doctor's name is tim by the way wow you call your i don't i've never known a doctor's first name i think it's inappropriate well this is like a general he's a nurse practitioner not Uh, like is he cool actually does he he like uh does he come in and turn the chair around and sit on it backwards when he yeah and uh, a lot of times dismissing concerns about your thick blood (laughs) Yeah, he comes in, he spins the chair I'm in around a little bit <laughs> That's nice. just for fun. That's what you were talking about, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, a little ride. Yeah, and he, he said, you know, the the nurse said he got thick blood. That's uh, fine. <laughs> just keep an eye. Just have uh, a little more fiber. That's, mm. that's all that uh, I ask as your doctor, <laughs> whose name is Tim. So it makes it easy for you to remember. Tom, speaking of fiber, mm-hmm. I think this is speaking of fiber. I don't okay. know. I got to do the research. Uh, I'm going to become a smoothie guy. Did I tell you this? No, you didn't tell me Guess what I'm going to have in my possession in just a few short days. A smoothie? A Vitamix uh, blender. Oh, I got one of those uh, ninja guys. Yeah, that's, Tom, don't don't insult me. (laughs) Tim. (laughs) And my blender. At least I have one. Yeah, well, guess what? This is this has to be shipped because it's the real deal. (laughs) Well, this one had to be shipped. I didn't make it. I don't know. It's here. Um... (laughs) You <laughs> think I bought it in- A ninja uh, does not hold a candle to a Vitamix. you have no idea. Tom, go on thewirecutter.com. I oh, dare you. I freaking oh, dare that, you. That liberal rag, Tim. I freaking dare you. Yeah. Uh, Tom, I'm going to be blending all sorts of things. I'm not going to drink anything or eat. I'm not going to consume anything that Unless hasn't it's been blended. personally blended by myself. What kind of fiber are you going to put in there? Sand or something? Sand, something real, I don't really thi- clean I out? I think I understand why you're the doctor. <laughs> I think I understand. Why my blood's so thick? <laughs> yeah. Well, every morning I have a nice sand smoothie. Really uh, clean me out. There's fiber in everything, right? Apparently not, or else you wouldn't have to take uh, fiber from other right. stuff. Um, There's fiber in, like, I think every fruit and vegetable. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be uh, putting those. At, Tom, you should mm. see the way this Vitamix in the videos that I watched really go to town on these fruits and Tim, vegetables. You should see the way this ninja goes. I've it's, had a ninja before, Tom. It's, it's pathetic that oh, you. That I don't. You, you know what? I don't have a ninja. I have a magic bullet. That's oh. what I have. <laughs> Tom, you should keep telling people it's a ninja if you catch my drift. <laughs> what? Tim, a magic bullet, that's what killed JFK. It's a very famous uh, brand. I know, and you bring that into your home. <laughs> uh, how are you doing this week? Oh, you already said yeah, that. Yeah, it's soda. <laughs> yeah, it's That's soda. why I'm talking so fast, too. I have coffee every day, Tom. I have, like, too much coffee every day. Mm-hmm. Then I have this can of soda, this 12-ounce can of soda. Yeah. I, I don't... And I haven't felt like this in years. Like, I'm bouncing off the dang walls. I don't have a uh, regular coat. I don't have any soda very very often anymore. Mm. I don't keep it in my house for the most part. Right. But uh, when I do... <laughs> That's like such a technicality, a loophole. Like, you were just like, oh, I don't have soda in the house anymore. And then, like, 
anecdotally, we found out that like every day you go to the store and buy no. a, a, a <laughs> bottle of it that you consume no, outside of the I house. No, I don't do that. Stand uh, in the alleyway, shugging <laughs> <laughs> it. Kick back a two-liter bottle. Uh, I did that once when I when I uh, tried when you, to kick caffeine for good. Yeah, cold turkey. Yeah, and I had to stand in a in a like a shoprite parking lot drinking cans of uh, uh, cherry coca-cola because my head my head felt like it was gonna explode worst ways to spend a night when you're uh what 26 years old did that happen no nah, i was like 22 All right. yeah i should well, have been even, even having sadder, more fun like, yeah <laughs> um but every once in a while i get a can of uh a traditional coca-cola and yeah it is great yeah i like to get it when i'm already eating something terrible for me Oh, yeah. Like a I, pizza or something. That's when I'm like, ah, what's another 200 calories? Yeah, that's how I feel. I also, I drank <laughs> Probably it. a very unhealthy way to view your diet. <laughs> yeah, if you're doing this, uh, what, is my blood going to get thicker? <laughs> <laughs> it already barely moves as it is. It kind of looked like Coca-Cola when he when uh, she took it out uh, of my veins. Was it carbonated? Is your blood carbonated as well? <laughs> I don't know. She didn't shake it up. carbonated blood. I was like, can you give that a quick shake? Let me see what that does. No, Get all over the place. It's out <laughs> yeah. all over. Yeah. Um. No. Uh. Today I drank it on an empty stomach. Uh huh. Which uh, I think also added to it. Yeah. Tom, I think I'm at my best after a can of Coke. Well, maybe. Is you that what have people on day. cocaine think when they do cocaine? They're like, "This is the way I should act all the time." Yeah, because <laughs> it, it makes them like very confident. Yeah. Did this Coca-Cola make you very confident? I always have a healthy amount of confidence. Tim, was so. this like a, did you accidentally drink like a hundred year old can yeah, of Coca-Cola it was, that it was had a cocaine can in it? That was in uh, a recently unearthed refrigerator. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, yeah, that'll do it. It might have had cocaine in it. Yeah. A lot of old buildings here in New York City. You it's never true. know if there's a, an old can of Coca-Cola floating around out there. Um. Is there some fact, I feel like there's a fact that like, oh, the, the average person, even who have, who's not a drugs person, mm-hmm. has ingested like five kilos of cocaine in their life just by like, it gets in like the hamburger meat sometimes <laughs> or whatever. Well, I know there's, there's uh, some fact about that like all dollar bills have trace yeah. amounts of cocaine because yeah. people are always snorting. Doesn't it doesn't matter. I haven't used cash. I'm cashless, Tom. Yeah. I haven't eaten uh, any dollar bills <laughs> in a very long time. Uh, not since I was 22 and, uh, uh, you know, was jonesing. I was going cold turkey and yeah. ate a bunch of $20 bills in a Citibank parking lot. <laughs> I think it's something where it's like $100 bills are yeah. more likely. Yeah, because that's the sense. coolest thing. Yeah, if you're going to snort uh, gonna cocaine. You're be a cocaine guy. Yeah, do it with a $100 a, bill, for God's sake. Yeah, be a flashy cocaine guy. Well, you don't like, be a low-key cocaine guy. Why even be a cocaine guy? Yeah, $100 bills, too. Uh, I feel like less wear and tear on them than uh, the lonesome single-dollar bill. Yeah. Who now, knows? overseas, they've got... Uh, like a lot of the money nowadays is plastic. I wonder right. if that's better or worse for doing cocaine. Probably, I would say better. Yeah, it's not right. Because the cocaine's not going to get stuck. Yeah, yeah, you get more cocaine. Hey, you heard it here first. If you're going to do cocaine, go to Europe. Tim, we should we should uh, go to big cocaine spots, clubs, and whatnot with some foreign bills. Yeah, and we should make that like a thing. Like, oh, real 
cokeheads know. Yeah. You got to do it with a, a hundred uh, euro note. Someone's going to then... knock your lights out in Miami. <laughs> <laughs> and then we'll sell it to them. We'll tell them, like, ah, oh, the exchange rate's crazy right now, though. Uh, it's uh, $1,000 every $100, every 100 euros. So. Yeah. But you don't want to look like a real uh, novice in there in the club. Exactly. That's and what like, people... Do you know how... We got to get the facts. Like, Do you know how much cocaine particles get caught up in the fibers of American money? You know that's essentially cloth. Would yeah. you snort through your uh, pair of jeans, right? Yeah. You're that's leaving cocaine in the bills. Yeah. And then you're giving that to some service employee because they all hate service employees yeah. too. These flashy cocaine guys. Uh, these flashy cocaine guys, they like uh, bottle service girls. So. Yeah, uh, that's true. Yeah, so they might they might uh, put up a little resistance there and say like, well, actually, I kind of like having a little cocaine on the $100 bills that I give a bottle service girl. Right. And we can say, look, you can still do that, but also buy our... Please buy, <laughs> we need the money. We spent all this money just buying this 100 euro note. <laughs> and then we These took plane this, ticket to Miami. We took this flight down to Miami. We didn't know that you had to pay to get in the clubs. <laughs> Look, <laughs> These clubs are expensive. We we're, were in that line out there for four and a half hours. We, we ordered two drinks thinking how much could they be? They were $50 each. We're really in the hole here, pal. You got to buy this off of us. Tim, this week we're talking about, uh, this isn't that new of a thing, but it's uh, new to us here. Uh, yeah. The the sovereign citizen movement. Yeah. Do you know what this is? Dom, every once in a while, mm -hmm. you suggest a topic <laughs> idea that I think, <laughs> well, I'm not going to do any research about this because I that would put me on a list. Right. Um, so I'll let Tom do all the research and explain it to me. Yeah. Is this something, let mm -hmm. me just ask off yes. the top so I can play both both sides if I need to. Mm -hmm. Is this something that's going to have people coming after us um, for just us mentioning it? Uh, no, I don't think so. Okay. I should also preface. This isn't like a group that is going to like be no, like... No, it's, it's a very loosely held collective. Okay, all right. And I should also mention up top that it has racist roots. Okay. But a lot of people now involved uh, either don't know that, don't care... Or have black friends themselves. <laughs> well, no... You, there, wouldn't, you wouldn't believe it. No, there is actually a uh, like a separate black sovereign citizen movement okay that that involves like a different but the, i will say this uh-huh being in america uh-huh saying that one of our topics has racist roots <laughs> i think we could go back and you know, like hit like 30 yeah, percent of our topic to go do a bunch of uh preambles about that <laughs> right um but yeah okay cool. but but all that do you know what a sovereign citizen is I do not. Okay. These are people, uh, I'm sure uh, versions of this exist in other countries, mm -hmm. but this also seems like a, a very American thing. Right. Where basically there are people that think- Just indignant people. <laughs> people that think through a series of like loopholes, like legal loopholes, 
and a weird one weird trick <laughs> they can claim themselves as a sovereign citizen meaning that they are not a citizen of the United States of America okay therefore not subject to the laws of the United States of America never mind the fact that you're subject to the laws of the United States of America, regardless of whether you're, you're a citizen, citizen yeah. of America or not. But, uh, yeah, I've seen, uh, I recently saw a YouTube video mm-hmm. served to me by the algorithm. Like, I watch like Weird Al videos and like food preparation videos on YouTube, and then they're just like, would you like to watch Sovereign Citizen? gets beat up by a cop. <laughs> and it's like, I, I guess, I don't know. Is this the next, this is what you recommend after I watch the Eat It video? Okay. <laughs> like, all right, I guess. And uh, there was a guy there spouting a bunch of mumbo jumbo. Yeah. Uh, and it seemed to be, to me, like I had nobody to root for in this video. Yeah, that's the thing. But uh, also like, uh, they were each uh, spouting all different types of mumbo jumbo at each other. Yeah. So uh, there by uh, now, this is also considered, by the way, a dangerous terrorist organization. By right. like, uh, well, Tom, didn't <laughs> I just ask you that? <laughs> but not for podcasters. For like everybody. Okay. What? You asked if if people were gonna come after you. Yeah. Will they? Uh, probably not. These people that whom I have the utmost respect for, <laughs> Tim. There's about uh by by estimates about a hundred thousand hardcore sovereign citizens oh, in Jesus, America. There's only two of us, Tom. Uh, yeah, so we'll take fifty thousand each, and about two hundred thousand testing the waters, trying things out, interested. Want like wants the to guys hear more. that will uh when they get pulled over only open their into uh, their window an inch and like those are Yeah, so that, I've flirted with that kind of attitude before. Yeah, there's there's uh that's like kind of one of the big uh things that they that they do that they will drive, and there was somebody. This this came into my mind because there was a uh, a Reddit post on r slash Brooklyn recently where somebody took pictures of a license plate that just said "private" on it, huh. and they were and it was like a car parked on the street, and they were like, "What the hell is this?" Um, so there's this idea. There's a few ideas, but one of the ideas is that uh, as far as cars go, the uh, I guess I guess there's like you know some something in our U.S. laws that say we have freedom of movement, right? And um, that's just Tom. Look, yeah, I'm moving Tim my arms right now around. he's moving both arms yeah. independently of one another. And he's yeah, free I'm to proud do to it. be an American. <laughs> <laughs> um, th- now they consider uh, traveling and driving two different things. And they consider driving. A lot of this is they'll go back to like old dictionaries from the time or whatever. Uh, I've, I I can't find it right now, but I had like an example from it was like in you know the 1823 edition. Oh yeah, uh, uh, 1828 uh, version of Webster's dictionary defines arrest as such, and then they consider things that aren't actually arrests arrests. Okay. Um, but along those lines, they consider 
traveling, if you're driving your own car, you're piloting the car or whatever, that's you traveling. Driving is transporting goods or paying uh, passengers. According to a dictionary definition. This, I'm not sure if it's a dictionary definition, but it's like whatever the law was at the, you know, a while ago. So basically they argue, well, if I'm not using my car for paying customers or for uh, commercial use, it's a private vehicle and I don't need a license to operate this vehicle. I don't need insurance. I don't need a registration. Right. It's a private vehicle. Now, I believe you can do this like if, if you're a farmer or something and you've got like 100 acres you can have a truck that's like, oh, this is the truck I use for the farm. It's not registered. Yeah, it's, it's not registered. I don't have insurance because it, it, I don't drive it on public roads. Right. It's only used on private property. But, you know, these people... I imagine having that much land where you could drive a car around on it, Tom. <laughs> yeah. Imagine having a, enough land to park a car on it. <laughs> that, would, that would be the dream uh, for day. me. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, they they take this one step further and basically say, no, you don't need any of that stuff. So that's why there are tons of videos of these people getting pulled over and and they roll down the window just a crack. Right. And they'll say, like, which I think is cool. Yeah. Uh, I think it's cool to be like a little stinker in that way. <laughs> right. right. And I think a lot of this is just kind of like. I'm gonna be a little stinker, and there's not really anything you can do about it. Well, that's I'm a funny thing. Technically complying. Like I was looking at a website where you can. I mean, this is where like I'm gonna end up on a list because I was looking at a website where you can buy uh, these license plates. Right. It's not bad. It's forty bucks, and that gives you a front and back plate. Well, you just which make is, one yourself out of freaking uh, uh, cardboard. No, these are like nice. They're made yeah, out of like aluminum. Well, you're trying to fool somebody, or you're just trying to make a point here. Uh, Tim, why can't you do both? Yeah, okay. Um, so, yeah, I was looking at them, uh, and, like, one of the reviews is a guy who was like, I've had these on my car for a week, and nothing's happened. Like, they work great. It's <laughs> like, well, a week isn't really enough time yeah. to test. Uh, it sound, I thought you were going to be like, and nobody's even called me out. I haven't been able to make one speech about how <laughs> it's unjust that I was pulled over. Well, this guy did have something in his review about how he's like, ah, I drove to Michigan. I saw 10 cop cars, and they all stayed away from me. And I think that that probably isn't completely untrue because i imagine a lot of cops like don't want that hassle yeah don't want to pull somebody over that's just gonna argue them and it's gonna escalate and like when because i think like you said these youtube videos and a lot of them it's like they pull somebody over that person refuses to comply in any way and eventually it's like well, either I'm going to have to let you go or I'm going to have and then like you're going to win force. Yeah. Or I'm going to have to smash your window and drag you out of the car and right. arrest you. And yeah, I, I you know would very much depend on the cop that you get, whether or not they'd be excited about that or would be like, I don't need that today. Uh, yeah. My shift ends in a half hour. I mean, that's my thing about uh, a lot of people in American society right now. It's gotten a little annoying, and I'm not saying that the sovereign citizen uh, movement people are annoying (laughs) by any way. Now that you've learned they're dangerous. But uh, that people, I've talked about this, 
mm-hmm. that uh, people assume that like other people just want to debate all the time. <laughs> right. And it's just like, nah, man, like I don't want to get into a debate with you on the sidewalk. I just like, I said, excuse me. And like you decided that you didn't want, that you shouldn't have to move and you wanted to like tell me why and like, yeah, I don't know. I'd say every little interaction doesn't need to be a debate. When it's like, oh, change my mind. I don't want to change your mind. <laughs> yeah, I don't care what you think. Yeah, it's as long as you leave everybody yeah. alone. Yeah, think whatever you want. Yeah, do whatever you want. Just don't don't act on bad things. Um, yeah, I watched this video of uh, it was actually a pretty funny video of like a guy who is. Uh, I think it was one of these things where he had like a court appear oh you know what it was he was literally given like a summons or whatever for uh riding a bike at night without a light okay which like i'm sure for these guys is like exactly the type of like ooh, that's exactly a, what i'll a ticket or a summons i'm not sh- he had to appear in court wow that's a steep price to pay well or maybe he didn't have to but he, but he did he did <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I imagine that that's like exactly the type of uh, ticket that's like, ooh, I'm going to destroy my life (laughs) to not pay this ticket. Uh, So he was in court and he was recording in court and like a bailiff came over and was like, you can't record. And yeah, he's like, no, I'm allowed. I free him of the press and you can't. So I get him out. I, mean, of the court- I agree with him on that. Point. Get him out of the courtroom. Well, I think it like wasn't his case going on. Uh, okay, and it was like, well, no, this is something that you can't. Well, then how does this. Judge Judy work? Tim, Judge, I've explained <laughs> to you so many times, she's not a real judge. Uh, how did night court work? Uh, night court, all those were hidden cameras. Uh, okay. They didn't know they were there. It was a le- like. Uh, the system was trying to shut Night Court down for the six years that it was. Yeah, on Night TV. Court was actually a lot of people don't know this, but that was all sovereign citizens filming all that, wow. trying to just prove. And I think they did a pretty good job of proving how incompetent the Night Court system is. Yeah. Um, scathing indictment, the Night Court system. But this guy, like, they eventually got him out of the courtroom. And then I guess like he had to come back in for his thing, but he wouldn't stop recording. Mm-hmm. And uh, they were like, you can't, you can't go in there. And uh, the guy, and he's like trying to push his way past the two bailiffs. And then he says, <laughs> what did he say? He said something where it was, they're real big into the fake legalese speak. Right. So, but also one could argue mm-hmm. that all legalese is mumbo jumbo. Yeah, but it's like, these are real dumb people that just don't. Uh, Tom again? <laughs> but this guy's just like, I would let it let the record show and like as he's saying that they tase him which uh, which I yeah. found pretty funny. Oh well, no, I don't. Uh... <laughs> it was funny cuz he was unexpected. He didn't see it coming. He was trying to be like right. the, let the record show I mean, that. but if you walk in if you like I wouldn't uh, recommend but like you go to the Senate and, uh-huh. and uh, look at the way that they talk to each other. Yeah. They talk to each other in the same way. Well, but you Tom, you revere the all entire, 100 senators. All of them. Regardless of their party, I think they're all just doing a great job. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know. This who's is, zooming here? Who here? Look, it was mostly just like, I don't think it's funny when people get tased, but the timing of this, it was very funny. Yeah. It, was good, it was good comedic timing. This guy might not be a sovereign citizen, but he's a pretty funny one. You know what's funny? We all laughed at that don't tase me bro guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
if that uh, video came out t- ten years later, mm-hmm. uh, we'd be, be marching wearing... for the "Don't Tase Me, Bro" guy. <laughs> People be wearing "Don't Tase Me, Bro" shirts in uh, a completely different way. Yeah, I don't know. It's uh, I think really that guy got. Think. I think that guy got a raw deal. I forget what that guy's. He was thing asking was. a question to like Al Gore or something, and then they didn't like the question, so yeah. they tased him or something. Well, he wouldn't. I think it was he wouldn't leave, or he and wouldn't shut up. Him. Yeah, he wouldn't shut up. He wouldn't leave. Like college kid, stop! But like, I don't know if you tased every college kid for being annoying. Maybe it'd be a good start. Maybe we'd finally get. This I'm learning a back lot about. Order. Yeah, I'm learning a lot about you this episode that I'm not sure I like. It's heating up outside, and when it comes to stylish essentials perfect for the hotter days ahead, there's no better option than Mack Weldon. From hanging at home to that much-needed vacation, the conference room to the happy hour, they've got you covered. Their innovative daily wear system takes the guesswork out of getting dressed, even for the most indecisive of guys. Tom, can I ask you a question? Yeah, go ahead. Have you ever been to a happy hour? Yeah, man. Uh, Then why are you calling it a happy hour? It's it's happy hour. It said to put the emphasis on uh, (laughs) on hour, Tim. You have have to read the copy. Um, Tim, we both have a ton of Mack Weldon clothes. Mm -hmm. They're great. Love them. I get compliments whenever I'm wearing them. They've got a, a bunch of great summer stuff. They got polos. They got shorts. They got swimwear. It's all classy stuff. It's all nice looking stuff, but not like too nice. Not like, oh, you're going to be out of place. Just nice stuff. It's not like uh, super flashy or like no. attention drawing. It's but it's perfect all for like guys like me. Very nicely made. And the daily wear system means like everything goes with everything. You don't have to worry about that. Mack Weldon's premium polos easily elevate your plans with fabric technology they've built in to keep you comfortable as the temperatures rise. Their lightweight silver peak polo and new super soft Prima t-shirt polo are great for summer. I'll be wearing them everywhere with the Maverick Tech Chino short and Radius Flex short. Two other must-haves for the season, and by the season, I mean beach season or pool season, whatever body of water you prefer. I'll even allow lakes. Check out their board shorts and swim trunks, a great combo of performance stretch and a slick design. They're great gear for when you're taking time off. Check out Mack Weldon for yourself and save 20% on your first order. That's a lot. Visit MacWeldon.com slash guide and enter promo code guide. Again, that's MacWeldon.com slash guide and enter promo code guide for 20% off. Stock up on the warm weather essentials you've been missing. How have you been caring for yourself lately? Whether it's taking longer baths going on evening strolls, or indulging in midday naps. Tom, you do that a lot. Yeah, it's nice. Pair your self-care ritual with Calm and take your wellness to the next level. We're partnering with Calm, the number one mental wellness app, to give you the tools that improve the way you feel. Reduce stress and anxiety through guided meditations, improve focus with curated music tracks, and rest and recharge with Calm's imaginative sleep stories for children and adults. There's even new daily movement sessions designed to relax your body and uplift your mind. If you go to calm.com guide, you'll get a special offer of 40% off a Calm premium subscription, and new content is added every week. 
Over 100 million people around the world use Calm to take care of their minds. Calm is ready to help you stress less, sleep more, and live a happier, healthier life. For listeners of our show, The Complete Guide to Everything, Calm is offering an exclusive offer of 40% off a Calm premium subscription at calm.com slash guide. Go to calm.com slash g-u-i-d-e for 40% off unlimited access to Calm's entire library. That's calm.com slash guide. Tim, I want to talk to you about some of the uh, ways these people think. I think we should go back to doing episodes about like beans, <laughs> Tim, we already, hats. We covered everything there is to say about beans until we get to beans part two and until yeah, they come out with some new beans. Yeah, well, I'm just waiting for new bean news to come out so we don't have to agitate terrorist groups so so one of the the primary reason or or one of the primary reasons why uh that the that these people believe you can become a sovereign citizen was that the current government's illegitimate and that there was this you know (laughs) there was a secret changeover either during the civil war okay or when we left the gold standard you know what? I need to read up on this whole gold sand. That seems to be like a theory for a lot of people. Yeah, it's like, like a lot real of stuff upset about, All up in arms about the gold standard. I'll admit, uh, I'll I'll plead ignorance on this one. Well, it basically changed from my understanding. You know, every dollar was backed by gold in the Federal right. Reserve. And then at some point they were like, eh, let's just print money. Yeah. And let's just say it's worth something. Um well. And then we got the Wizard of Oz. What? Wizard of Oz oh, is like it came a, out right around then. No, and it was uh, it was like a parable for like or a, for the a, gold standard. Yeah, really? the yellow brick road. It was like yeah. Clean, yeah. Well, you should have made it clear. Um, so they believe that that's when the government became a corporation. And that we've been tricked into contracts with that corporation via social security numbers, okay. phishing licenses, and zip codes. Phishing licenses? Yeah. Uh, any kind of license. Marriage license, car license. Basically, they believe like once you interact with the government in that way, right. then you're agreeing to a contract where you're basically saying, okay, well, now I'm in the system I have to abide by your rules. Right. As I watched this video on YouTube, I think it was like a vice video. And this guy, they were talking to this guy and he was like 45 years ago when I was 15, all I wanted in life was to get married and like have a family. And the host was like, did that happen? He's like, no, I can't get a marriage license because then I'll, I'll be part of the corporation. I'll enter into a contract with them. Uh. Um, Another common belief among sovereign citizens is that they can opt out of this purported contract, hence making themselves immune from laws they do not wish to abide by, by declining consent. Uh, And this is probably what you saw in some of these YouTube videos. When confronted by police officers or other officials, sovereign citizens will typically attempt to negate their authority by stating, I do not consent. Right. Did you see any of that? I think so. Tom, I saw one and I was more confused than anything. And I went back and I was like, 
Uh, let me uh, watch the like a surgeon video instead. <laughs> a lot of these videos, it will be like, you know, a cop pulls them over because they don't have plates. Right. And they'll roll down the window an inch. And the cop will be like, hello, sir. How are you doing tonight? And they say, I do not consent. I right. do not consent. And right. normally, it you know, it, it just escalates from there. Right. Uh, some also believe that you need to renounce citizenship at a county clerk's office. Huh. A lot of them see the county clerk as actually like the highest authority. I mean, the county clerk has a lot more authority than you would think, Tom. Have you ever met a county clerk? No, uh, they wouldn't deign uh, to be in the same fucking room as me. I, I may is would I meet a county clerk and maybe they wouldn't mention it or they? they oh or no, you like no, you they'd wear a, a county sash clerk, or something. Yeah, <laughs> they tell you about yeah. it. Yeah, uh, you think maybe yeah, ca- they don't enter a room quietly, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think maybe county clerks are are in on this that they're like, yeah, we'll be the ones in charge? Maybe I mean that seems to be what the sovereign citizens think right yeah uh the next uh popular reason financial instruments um they believe now this gets complicated all right (laughs) they believe there that uh a secret bank account is created for every citizen at birth and that vast sums of money it contains can be reclaimed through certain procedures and applied to- Wait, finance. who starts these bank accounts? The, the government, a.k.a. the corporation. Right, but why? To, to trap us, Tim. Uh, several prominent uh, sovereign citizens have advocated redemption schemes. The belief is in a secret bank account is intertwined with the straw man theory since this fund is supposedly associated with the straw man. Pseudo-legal economic theories also imply various misconceptions about currencies and financial institutions, one being that banks can create money out of air so the borrower has no obligation to pay them back, and another that money is actually worthless and not backed by gold. You ever go on that website where you put in your name and the government tells you if you owed any money? Oh, yeah, yeah, if there's like... uh like what is it like settlements or like, like money left to you funds or something yeah. yeah i got some money that way tom is this what they're talking about how much money did you get i don't know it's like i think one time it was like 70 dollars or something oh, and it was like it's not nothing uh like a former bank of mine ah. and it was just like you fuckers you knew where to get me you knew how to get money to me <laughs> um you just send me a check you knew my address yeah but they they could also just keep that money if you hadn't found it out by using this website. Yeah. Anyway, is that what they're talking about? No, there's this really weird thing that's like very hard to wrap your head around where they think, yeah, so it's part of this dual personas idea, which is that uh, individuals have two personas, one of flesh and blood, and the other is a separate secret legal personality commonly called the straw man that is subject to the government it's possible to disassociate oneself from the straw man through the use of certain procedures thus becoming medical procedures no thus becoming free of all debts liabilities and Uh, legal constraints that makes sense uh sovereign citizens may apply thumbprints to documents to distinguish themselves as flesh and gut blood people from their straw man so they think and one of these i saw is Again, it, it's just like all these legal, weird legal loopholes. Yeah, legal. We- that's 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 <laughs> weird that's legal legal loopholes. Yeah. Um, where they think when you're born, 
so your name's Tim, capital T I M. Right. But I bet in your birth certificate, your name is capital T capital I capital M. All right. They claim that's not me. That's not my name. That's not my birth certificate. That's some separate like legal entity you've created. Right. That you're going to use to try and hold me accountable for I mean, I these understand. laws that I didn't agree to. I mean, I think the whole purpose of this or the whole point of this is to say, like, we're all thrust into this system. Right. With no consent. Right. Like, yeah. Tom, do you want to have a credit score? No, they just start keeping a freaking credit score about yeah. you. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Equifax people. Yeah. And then they can't even freaking uh, uh, keep their data secure, so they get, they they collect all that data about you, and then, right, and uh, then it leaks all the time. Then it leaks. This is just my beef with Equifax. It's got nothing to do with the sovereign citizens. Uh-huh. But I think, correct me if I'm wrong. the The whole construct here mm-hmm. is that it's like th- these systems here we did not opt into, right? And I'm going to try to either assert that I never opted into them mm-hmm. or somehow opt out of them. Right. And then somehow there was racism and... Um, well, a lot of the racism... And not getting a license plate, which, whatever. Like, I, I mean, look, mm-hmm. yes, me. Yeah, we didn't agree to... to like, I never consented to be part of society. Right, but like, and you've done your best... Uh... But we've, Rail but we're it. in it. We're in a dang society, everybody. Yeah. Uh, so we got to do something. Tim, we got to live together. Are you together. quoting the Joker meme? Is that the right now? Is that the There's Joker? a Joker meme of we live in a society. And I that's mean, what George Costanza like. said it first. <laughs> quoting George Costanza, but you know, you know, it's just like, all right, I don't want to register my car and pay those fees. Yeah. Any other government screwing me there? Well, but also. I don't want some guy to hit me with a car and just drive away. Yeah. And then, uh, sorry. Yeah. Got uh, no plates. We can't find them. So basically, like, the the legal distinction that, uh, you know, I guess is on the book somewhere about that is, uh, yeah, you have freedom of movement. You can use your feet or a bike or even a horse, and you don't need a license for any of those. You don't need a license to ride a horse around New a, York City. <laughs> well, maybe New York City. Uh, you need something, but I'd be but, so mad if some guy just like came clomping down the the sidewalk on a horse. I mean, I I think you can just do it though. I thought you were gonna claim that you saw it. <laughs> no, but I mean, think about like uh, you know, Central Park. There are all those horse horse drawn buggies. Yeah, but I stuff. feel like those are regulated. Yeah, but but because it's a commercial entity. I think you might be able to just ride a horse around New I'm York not City. Hassled if I ride a horse through the Holland Tunnel? Uh, maybe through the hot. Maybe because that's like a highway. Right. But I think probably if as long as you weren't on like a highway, keep it to surface streets. Yeah, I think you might be all right just riding a horse around. Huh. We gotta get our hands on some horses. <laughs> I've been saying that for years, but uh, but they were like, no, but a car is a complex machine that requires a license to operate. Right. Which, to be honest, I think that's completely fair. I yeah. think you should have you to pass. You a baby driving a car? I don't. Yeah. It wouldn't be able to reach the pedals. It'd be pathetic. 
And I also think you should have to have insurance. Some states you don't need car insurance, but uh, I believe so. Uh, But I think you should have insurance. I would be fine if 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 people were like, ah, it's a scam. I want insurance. If it was like, okay, then you can put like uh, half a million dollars in escrow. (laughs) And that way, if you seriously hurt somebody, they would have some recourse. Yeah, but I feel like the what follows that thinking is like I don't want insurance and also if anything's if anyone's affected by my actions mm-hmm. tough shit they can go to hell. Well, a not lot- like, "Oh, I have to find a way to make this good. Yes, I will be responsible and put some money in escrow." Well, a lot of these people claim that uh basically they're not hurting anyone. Right. And that they shouldn't be subject to laws that preemptively uh, assume. So basically it's like, you know, uh, I, why should I have to pay for car insurance? You don't know if I'm going to get into an accident right. or not. And if I do, you don't know if I'll be able to settle up with that person and right. and pay them for the damage. I happen I to be an excellent driver. Yeah. That's, that's the one thing that binds all these guys. They're just like, and... We're really good at driving. <laughs> Nothing's going to happen. Well, they claim, chill out. They claim they're very good at that, you know, the laws that they're breaking aren't hurting anyone. And then on top of that, they're, they also believe a lot of them that, uh, like, uh, law isn't legal unless there's a victim or like a crime doesn't exist unless there's a victim of right. that crime. Tom, I'll tell you something. Mm-hmm. There's no such thing as a victimless crime. Because if you get involved in crime, you're playing yourself. But what about, have you ever driven your car with like a, an inspired, expired inspection? Yeah, and guess what? Damn near killed me. <laughs> what do you mean it damn near killed you? The, uh, the car hadn't been properly expe- uh, inspected. Burst yeah. into flames. Well, so, but you it was were two com- days past the inspection date, too. You were committing a crime. So, do you think maybe that was uh, karma? That was like, oh, I'm committing a crime here. I deserve make, uh, this. Automobile puns. Oh, karma. Yeah. No, Tim, this is just uh, the way I talk. Uh, wait. So, if nothing happened. Yeah. Though, if nothing no happened. You know your your inspection expires. You you don't get to it right away, but you right. don't get a ticket or anything. Uh, maybe a week later, you go and get a new inspection. Do you, as a crime occurred, um, nobody got a hurt. law was broken, but, which means a crime occurred. Is it a crime? That makes you a criminal. Is that a crime? If I get a parking ticket, is that a crime? Well, I guess or that's kind that... of what their what their argument is. Of like, well, we don't recognize your laws. If a crime is committed, if I hurt somebody, if I if I physically hurt somebody, if I steal from them, if I destroy their property or something like that, then they do uh, consent. Um, I mean, probably not. Probably then they're like, great, and we'll have the trial on my lawn. <laughs> <laughs> I, of course, will preside as judge. <laughs> Um, yeah, I doubt that. I think that hasn't seemingly, uh, at least from my understanding, uh, if, if those types of things have happened, they, they haven't like bubbled to the surface. I haven't seen, I couldn't find anybody, um, 
using the defense and I watch like a video of like a bunch of people in court uh-huh. that were sovereign citizens and it was oh it they were like all traffic stops it was like traffic stops were were like people didn't have licenses or they had suspended licenses need to ban cars there there None was this will ever be a problem if we all just you know embrace the hyperloop Elon Musk yeah yeah just let him connect us all man. with He's underground got tunnels all figured out We'll get in those uh, those he, underground Teslas. Yeah, he made that we'll really zip around <laughs> that really great tunnel in uh, Las Vegas where you drive a Tesla twenty miles an hour in a tunnel that uh, you can't back up or turn around in if there's a problem. Yeah, yeah, we, that's how we all should be. And then the sovereign guys, they'd be like, "This is cool. This is the future I was promised." Uh, and look, Tony Stark built it himself. <laughs> uh. So I had mentioned that sovereign citizens are, uh, you know, considered terrorists by the FBI. Yeah. One of the things that they do, which this is like a page right out of the uh, uh, Scientologist playbook, another group of people you don't want to ever awesome. uh, upset, is that they file false liens on against people that they want to like uh, screw over. Okay, because apparently you can just like file a lien against like somebody's property without any cause whatsoever it's illegal to do it right uh if you don't but in the meantime it can cause like tremendous problems for that person right because if yeah if they have a lien filed against like their house or their car then they have to fight that and prove like that's a false lien right as you mentioned the credit score like in the meantime their credit score is going to take a hit other things might take a hit um, and I don't know how successful, uh, these people are at then like filing criminal charges against a false lien. Right. It also seems to me that like, yeah, it's hard, like it's hard to get anybody to care about prosecuting that. After. Yeah, probably. It's not one of those sexy crimes. Well, and, uh, like and armed robbery. And even if you did prosecute, yeah, it'd be hard probably to get somebody to prosecute. And then like if you sued them, they'd probably file more liens against yeah. you. Like, you know, again, there it's like a Scientology who, like, tactic. like know how to just like work the system. Like that's, yeah. I think that's the irony here, right? Because they right. want to live outside the system, but then they're just like, but we'll exploit the system mm-hmm. um, and use it to our advantage, which I think is pretty savvy. Which kind of makes sense, cool. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it does kind of make sense if it's like, well, I don't agree with your system. And they're like, well, you're going to have to. And being like, all right, well, fine. I'm going to just file yeah. frivolous, frivolous paperwork yeah. against you. And I mean, and I it, think what we've learned recently in the, mm-hmm. pa- in the past few years mm-hmm. Is that if you have no respect for a system, <laughs> but somehow get into that system, yeah, and your sole idea is to just sow as much chaos within that system, yeah, uh, the system is generally powerless against. <laughs> is it powerless to stop you? Yeah, I mean, it sounds like nine times out of ten, when people do this kind of thing. Eventually, the court just kind of like throws up their hands and is like, all right. And that's why, like, even when it happens on a major news making scale, yeah, you're upset and mad, but you're also kind of like, 
gotta hand it to him. <laughs> he figured it out. Like, uh, yeah, they, just they figured the out the limit of how, everybody, how exactly. much everybody would care and yeah. how much bullshit. Yeah, there's, there's a lot to be said about the power of somebody who's like, I've got all the time in the world. Yeah. And I don't care. And I, and I don't care what people think about me. In fact, I don't want people to like me. Right. Uh, I can just make myself a huge headache to you. Right. Somebody who's like trying to live a, a nice normal life within the system. Right. And I, I, I get that, which is why I generally try to like steer clear of trying to agitate people like that. Uh-huh. Um, We're not... Maybe we're acting to bring. I'm really not passing, Tom. I and I'm not saying this because I'm a coward. I'm saying this a little <laughs> bit because I'm a coward. <laughs> but like, I'm sympathetic mm-hmm. to like, and I think the way if they wanted to radicalize me is to start getting on credit score. Because whenever I start <laughs> thinking about credit scores, I'm just like, <laughs> these motherfuckers just keep a file on me. Yeah, and I I can't and like. That file determines mm-hmm. what I can and can't do. Right. And all these other guys are just like, yeah, we agree with that. We're gonna, we're just gonna work with this guy, with these people who are keeping a file against uh, on you against your will. Right. And like, and might might have a bunch of things wrong in there that are like next to impossible to exactly. Fix. So like, I can see if you view. Mm-hmm. Everything from like birth certificates to social security cards to like fishing licenses as like I didn't ask for this to happen to right. me. You're d- doing this stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I can maybe not the fishing license because you have to do that, but like you're issued a social security card, you're right. issued a birth certificate. Um, I can see them just being like, "Look, man, I want out." Do you think? There should be like just a like a, a state where it's like, look, this is, this is the the lawless state, Hamsterdam. <laughs> it's called Hamsterdam. Well, no, that's uh, what season three of the Wire, season oh, four of the Wire, what, uh, where it was just like they were just like, we're gonna have a section of the city oh, where, where like where drugs the cops are. Don't go and, yeah, yeah, exactly. Do what you want there. Yeah, and it was successful. But I also don't think... And it became a thriving metropolis. Yeah. Um, But I also don't think that would be amenable to the sovereign... Like, I don't think they'd be like, sure, I'll just go go exactly where you tell me. Well, what if it was like, well, we'll find the state with the most sovereign people and we'll kick everybody (laughs) else out. We'll get everybody else out of there. (laughs) Airlift them out. Because, I mean, that's the thing. Like, you know, this guy that was driving around Brooklyn with these uh, private license plates, it's like, okay, but tax dollars paid for this road. Right. And you're not participate. You refuse to participate in that. Well, then you're not allowed to drive on the road either. Right. But then was he going to drive on the sidewalk, mow down a bunch of elderly? (laughs) No, but actually I'm thinking in my head now I'm coming up with the the argument of like I I you know drove on Vermont streets recently. I didn't pay any Vermont I taxes. Mean, a lot of the federal highway. Oh yeah, that's true. Okay. Yeah. So maybe 
Maybe we're being radicalized. <laughs> well, actually, we shouldn't say that because the FBI defines them as a terrorist. Group, yeah. So I don't think I should willingly say I'm being radicalized in real time <laughs> to be a member of this uh, designated terror group. But let's just say I have an open mind. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I am a, like a little surprised that it's considered like a, such a dangerous terrorist organization. And I look, I totally get that there are some cases where, you know, like David Koresh style standoffs right. of like militias that uh, decide, oh, right. we're no, we're declaim we're claiming that we're a sovereign nation and we're not abiding by those laws. And guess what? Like within our, you know, uh, land, we're going to start doing a bunch of fucked up things that aren't allowed in the United States that I get. But right. a lot of these people where it's like, I'm just going to like drive I'm trying around to and... live off the grid as much as possible. Yeah. And a lot of these people though, they're like, I'm just going to like be a tremendous pain in the ass. Right. It's like uh, that. That's annoying. Uh, but curmudgeons are an American institution. It's annoying, but you know that's not necessarily dangerous to me. Tom Wayne's World Two. Mm-hmm. Do you know this? What Mike Myers wrote this whole script. Uh huh. And it's about Wayne and Garth. They find out that um, they're like there's a piece of land that's not part of us of the a U.S. State? It's okay. not sovereign. So like they start their own sovereign country there, uh-huh. um, but it turns out he had based uh, Mike Myers had ter- based it on like an old uh, like British movie called The Passport to Pimlico. Okay, that he thought the studio had uh, oh the rights the to. rights to, and like two months before filming <laughs> or something. The president of Paramount Pictures like took him into the studio, took him into her office, and was like, "What the fuck? You like, we gave you a budget of like seventy million dollars to make this, and you ripped off this movie that we don't even own." And he's like, "I thought you owned it." She's like, "We are gonna take everything you have. You won't even have a house to live in. Wow! You better go in there and write a new movie and still make." And so, like, Wayne's World Two was written in like. A weekend by like uh, uh, Mike Myers, who was in tears that he was going to lose everything. But um, the the premise of the movie mm-hmm. originally was going to be that yeah. um, they are part of the sovereign citizen. I mean, two movement. things: First, Wayne and Garth, who you couldn't have two better advocates. Oh for, yeah, yeah, that'd be great. I think uh, the sovereign citizen living. movement really missed out on an opportunity <laughs> there. I mean, two things there. First off, if somebody was like, if you don't write a new movie in two months, we'll take everything you have. It'd be like, all right, you didn't say it had to be a good movie. I'll write a movie. <laughs> but second, I would think that it would be fine under like parody laws. Um, I think it was just like beat for beat. Like, I don't think yeah, it was but like. Even still, if you're like joking. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, yeah, they might just not have wanted the, the yeah. headache. And much like these sovereign citizens, they might have been like, look. We don't want to deal with uh, the legal problems that are going to come up from this this website I was looking you at. Know, uh, Wayne or Mike Myers should have said, "Like, I got an idea. You won't have to deal with the legal problems that come <laughs> with me stealing this movie. I have an idea. Maybe, maybe if you read the script, you'd understand. Maybe we can have a new country called Paramount. <laughs> Uh, I was looking at this website. That's the the website that's. Uh, I, I probably should give out the website, right? 
I mean, she didn't uh, give them free advertising. No. The website also only worked like half the time I went to um, it. Yeah, this is why. Um, I just look up things like Wayne's World 2 on my computer. And weird <laughs> out videos. But they, uh, they, they sell, like I said, they sell these uh, uh, license plates. But it's crazy. They also sell uh, an ID card called the Divine Authority Universal ID card. Okay. And it has, instead of your birth date, it says life began on or about, and then you put in a date. And then first breath location is uh, your birthplace location. Okay. First breath location. But what's the point of- <laughs> I don't know why you Dressing it up in that- Birth location. But that's what I'm saying. A lot of this is like very like- weird I mean, understandings of legal of like well if you don't say oh, birthday well, if also, you say it's the it's the place i drew my first breath well that i think uh goes to the flesh body as a point as opposed yeah, to the straw man probably the straw man as i understand it tom mm. i think i'm i think i'm getting the hang of it <laughs> N- the straw man has never drawn a breath yeah the straw man doesn't exist right. you know but it legally exists, but does not right. physically exist. Um, they also sell they sell these like pretty cool uh, no trespassing signs, uh, and it says uh, the reason I don't put no trespassing signs first is because in some places, if you post no trespassing signs in your property, that is an open invite for any law enforcement to search your property, since by law, they have to make sure that no one is trespassing. That I don't think is the case. Uh, yeah, no, I don't think so either. I think like it's, nobody, like the cops can't come into your house and be like, just making sure nobody's being murdered in here. Yeah. I mean, my understanding's always been that, like, no trespassing signs, like, that isn't a separate legal... I guess maybe it is that somebody could claim I didn't see any signs, I didn't know I was trespassing. Right. But that that is really all that clears up, that it's not like if you don't have one, people can trespass, they can go wherever they want. Right. They can maybe get away with it once, but then once you're like, no, this is my land, you're trespassing... But they had, uh, they sell these signs that say, like, uh, you know, again, they're claiming some other weird laws that um, if if you're there, they can charge you up to like five thousand dollars a day entry fee or something, which I mean sounds a lot better. I, again, I don't, I, mean, I don't think legally that will hold well, does water. It hold up when you when you're entering a place and uh, there's one of those filming things where it's like uh, by entering here you yeah, give us you permission agree. to use mm-hmm. your image in you know in perpetuity in any way that we want. Yeah. like that's the same thing, right? As as, as a being sign like, that says if you if come you here, like you owe us five thousand dollars. Like, I, how is one enforceable and not the other one? Uh, because they're not taking money. Tom, I do not consent. <laughs> I think you would have to probably have like a lot of these signs because when you see those signs that say by entering blah blah blah, it's always like you're entering through a place where those signs. Yeah, but like everybody's looking down at their phones. These well, that's days. not. I'm just saying if you have like, uh, you know, a, a ton of land, you would have to put these signs at like every conceivable place somebody could enter. Right. And I still think it would be like you have to get that $5,000 out of somebody. Whereas if you have a sign saying we can use your image, 
then the burden's on them to stop well, you. I'm going to sue MTV Spring Break regardless. <laughs> See what Did happens. you go on Spring Break? You went to one of these Spring Break Yeah, uh, man, I, I, I had called in sick to work, and then they plastered my image all over MTV. My boss found out. Um, they, uh, I mean, uh, yeah, it shouldn't come as a surprise that they're anti-vaxxers. Uh, but I do think it's funny because they, in one of the anti-vax signs that they sell, it says, when armed poison jabbers come knocking, let your no trespass sign do the talking. And it's like, yeah, that never happened. <laughs> Everybody got to the point eventually where they're like, eh, whatever. You don't, you don't want to get it fine. Hmm. Shut up. So I guess it worked. Yeah, I mean, it's but, the ultimate goal to be al- left alone. No, that's the thing. I think if the if the ultimate, I think for some of some, I'm of sure them, for probably. some, but for but for a lot of these, again, it's like with this, like they're gonna come to your house and kick in the door and force you to get the vaccine. Mm. It's these like fantasies they have right. that, like, oh man, I'm gonna I'm gonna have like a justified excuse to kill somebody (laughs) (laughs) that's all i want right and then they'll drag me to court and i'll stand up you know the 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 judge will read off all the charges and i'll stand up in court and go sir i do not consent and they'll go ah shit he got away with it and i'll be a hero that's what a lot of this stuff is Mm. i mean it's just fantasy Sometimes it's a nice fantasy. <laughs> if you like the show, you can find out more at tcgt.com. You can uh, find all our social media links there. You can also follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Tom Reynolds. Follow me at your pal, Tim. Hey, check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash complete guide, where uh, we're wrapping up 2001, A Space Odyssey. I watched the motion picture last night. After I read the book over yeah. the last <laughs> six weeks or something. And uh, we're going to talk about it. Yeah. And you get you get those episodes, you get all the, the past episodes. It's a great deal. Patreon.com slash complete guide. We uh we only accept uh US and foreign currency though. That's uh that's the one catch. If you're a sovereign citizen listening to this, eh, maybe we'll be open to trades or barters. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, we're looking for horses that we can ride around New York City. <laughs> Look, if you've got two horses that me and Tim can use in New York City, uh, we'd be willing to give you uh, three months. Three months. Yeah. Three months free access yeah. to patreon.com slash complete guide. Uh, you can't beat that. You're not going to find a deal like that anywhere else. Uh, Tim, uh, it sounds like after all this, you you agree more with sovereign citizens than you disagree. I think after all of this... Even though I told you it has racist roots. No. First of all, I think it's a rusted root, my favorite band. I was like, oh, rusted roots formed uh, oh, sovereign well, citizens. Yeah, like, I'll, I'll give it a listen at least. Um, Tom, I think I can understand um, the um, framework a mm-hmm. little bit more. Yeah. Not that I necessarily agree with it. Yeah. Not that I agree with I mean, the thing is, everybody and what everybody thinks, but I think the idea of being thrust into systems against your will mm-hmm. is kind of a, uh, if you step back and, and, and think about right. it, like, you know, a potentially problematic thing 
Now, keep in mind, you are able to get citizenship as an American in a different country, move to that country, renounce your American citizenship. Right. Are you, you suggesting I do that? No, I'm just saying, like, if people really believe in this that hard, like, really think... But that's just a whole other thing there. They're going to... There's no place where you can go where you, like, don't have to get citizenship. Yeah. Or be... Yeah. Tom. I mean, I, you could probably, like... Bu- no, yeah, I think even if you buy your own island. Freaking Equifax is still going to be on my ass. <laughs> um. I think you're always trying to buy an island like you're <laughs> hero and I'm mentor. I'm just waiting for Equifax yeah. to finally uh, give me that that perfect credit score that will allow me to buy an island. I think a lot of this is like, look, guys, you think anybody likes paying taxes and following rules? Of course not. It's bullshit. Nobody wants to do it, but we all have to do it because that's the, the price of living in a society. Yeah, but some of the rules are stupid. Some of the rules are stupid, so... There's some new rules that are (laughs) especially stupid. And you should try and change those, but the idea that you think you can just be like, I'm rubber and you're glue, I mean, that's the thing. So none of these arguments have ever worked in court. Right. Well, that's because the system... Yeah, but Tom, they you can't fight City Hall. But they claim, you can't fight the county clerk. What are you nuts? But they basically claim like, no, there are cheat codes within the system, right? Regan, and it's like that's not how it works. If you just want to be, I would be more sympathetic to to like what you're saying. People that are like, you know what? I didn't opt into this. I want to opt out. Fuck all this. But the idea of like, no, there are ways around it. There are ways you can have your cake and eat it too. That he can still drive a car and not have to worry about being licensed. It's like, no, you can't. You you can't do that stuff. You you're gonna have to live, you know, uh, like a prehistoric lifestyle if you want to really not abide by any rules. Hmm. If like people want, if people want to go live in the woods, we should let them. I mean, but aren't you afraid of mountain men? Yeah, and that's why I stay out of the mountain. But Tom, if mountain men want to go be mountain men, we should let them. The book, The Wizard of Oz, is supposedly an allegory, um, uh, the debate over gold, silver, and the dollar standard. Uh, in the book, mm-hmm. Dorothy represents traditional American values. Of course. Scarecrow portrays the American farmer. Mm-hmm. Tin Man represents the workers. Mm-hmm. And the Cowardly Lion depicts William Jennings Bryan. <laughs> well, that's awfully specific. <laughs> uh, but the Yellow Brick Road is kind of the uh, the road to the gold standard. I don't know. Um, yeah. Oh, no, wait. It was the Silver Road, and Jennings Bryan was the, silver, the standard bearer of the Silver Movement. Who knows? Look. The Wicked Witch of the West was President McKinley. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Wizard is Mark Hanna, the chairman of the Republican Party. <laughs> it must be wild to like, uh, who who wrote The Wizard of Oz? What's that guy's name? Frank L. Or L. Frank Baum. Baum, Frank L. Baum yeah. Baum. It must be wild to be like, oh man, I'm writing like a political satire <laughs> for the ages. And it's like... You succeed. You wrote one of the most popular <laughs> stories of all time. Nobody knows that's what it's about. And even when it's explained, people are like, huh? Eh, 
Uh, uh, that's not very clear. I don't really understand uh, what the what this take even is. Mm. Right on that note, this ends the most controversial episode. The complete guide to everything. I do not consent. See you next week. That was a headgum podcast. <laughs>